while we've got the heat warning, we also have a storm warning in effect, or a watch is on for that, and we'll keep you posted. Obviously, if you uh, start to see flashes of light in the sky and things like that, uh, you don't need my word to tell you it might be dangerous to go outside. And speaking of flashpoints, I don't understand. You know, with the um, French winning the World Cup of Soccer, which we'll discuss, by the way. I think some people in the Croatian community and their backers think the referee uh, intervened a little too much in that contest. Our buddy Cam coming by at the bottom of the hour with leftovers and end cuts. But, you know, when they riot, it's supposed to be a national celebration, and you don't start, like, hurling barricades and, you know, trashing storefronts and things like that, bricks and Molotov cocktails. It always perplexes me why it's uh, given to that in certain precincts uh, where the unruly mob the anarchists decide that they're gonna i don't think they even knew there was a world cup of soccer taking place it's just an occasion to go out there and sow anarchy but a lot of times innocent stuff does become a potential hazard or flashpoint as i was saying and uh, no one would know this better than stacy king she's a mom of a five-year-old and a nine-year-old who were injured in a shooting back in mid-june you might recall it was a story that just horrified everybody because well you speak of innocence lost they're in their playground uh the kids are and uh, there was another daughter as well who was narrowly uh she was uh the two the five and the nine-year-old were hit by bullets that were intended for uh another individual but such as the gang and gun scourge now befalling our city that even kids in a playground are not safe. And I wanted to talk to Stacy because she's become somewhat of an activist advocate on the matter of guns and gangs, and she uh, is going to proffer, I guess, some solutions to it all. Stacy King, good to have you here on The Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Hi, good evening. How are you? I'm very good. I mean, this something, uh, obviously, that uh, has had such a profound impact on your life. Needless to say, your two little girls as well. Uh, life-altering, would you call it? Yes. But um, I need to correct you, it's three of them, but one of them got grazed by the bullet. Got grazed, and the other two yes, were hit. Uh, yes. Stacy, how are the other two doing, the five and the nine-year-old? Um, emotionally, they're healing, they're, not, they're, not, they're traumatized, but um, they're slowly recovering, but the, the trauma is always going to be there, and you know? Yeah, so physically, they're out of the woods, they're okay as far as that's yes. concerned, but it's the mental anguish now, and... Uh, Yes. Have they gone back to the playground at all? None of the kids have gone back into the playground. They will not go back into the playground. They said they're staying away from that. Any other symptoms, like, I mean, uh, having trouble sleeping? Uh, yeah, they have trouble sleeping. They're wet in the bed. Um, they're afraid of fireworks. Um, a lot of things. Wow. And uh, so this this was in the city's northeast end. And uh, as again, it happened June 14, 2018. It was the middle of the day. Yes, it was. It was about 5 p.m. in the evening. Right. And uh, the individuals, as I understand it, one's been arrested, but there's a Canada-wide warrant still out for two others? Yes, that's true. Yeah. Uh, and uh, as far as we know, it's gang-related, would you say? Um, yes. Now, you've talked about wanting to drill down on root causes because you believe that, you know, this is a, a larger issue. This I call it a scourge, but uh, when it visits close to home as it did for you and your kids... Obviously, you start looking at it uh, in a granular way. What do you think the root causes are of these kinds of problems now plaguing the city? Um, it could be poverty. It could be basically growing up in a single household. It could be um, mental illness. It could be a number of factors. All right, and so when you propose to try to uh, move the ball forward and do something about it, uh, how, do, how do you start to address something like this then? Basically, talk to resources, um, talk to connections. I've been talking to the mayor. He's been very supportive. 
um, 42 division. The police has been very su- su- supportive. The chief has been supportive. Mark has been supportive. Um, Chris, the new MP, is, uh, Queen, has is, is been supported at City Hall. Um, I've been getting a lot of support. All right, and so uh, that's the vocal support they're giving you. Uh, as I understand it, you met with the mayor. Uh, he went to the hospital to see your kids as well? Yes, he did, and he came to my house on Friday. Okay. Uh, the moral support, okay, is one thing, but there's no other plans to support you, like monetarily or anything, is there? No, 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 there isn't. So, Stacy, then how do you go about keeping the ball rolling, that you want to get the uh, this problem addressed at the... The very uh, you call it root causes level. Uh, how are you going to go about it? I'm um, been a lot of people have been reaching out to me, so I've been talking to a lot of resources, and I've been getting a lot of support from others. And family is my biggest support, and my church is a good support, and everybody else. And my friends are very supportive too. You know, you said something really interesting uh, a moment or two ago that uh, these are some sometimes they're like single parent families. These kids, these gangbangers are coming out of. Talk to me about that. I mean, uh, you probably have had a lot of time to uh, discuss it with, as you say, your support network and so on and so forth. Family responsibility play a large role in how these kids turn out to go taking the wrong road in life? Um, basically, it has a lot to do with the job factor, too, because they're, they're not letting, because the area that they live, they're getting penalized for the area that they live. And job-wise, they need to make a lot more jobs for youth. They need to make a lot more education for youth. Um, they need to tap into the jail system and make some trades for um, people in jail. Um, they need to um, make more resources, more community centers, more programs, more, more um, mentor pro- people. Like, they need to do a lot. I understand, you know, uh, a lot of us believe that a family and a job are the best social programs that are out there. And uh, so if you're saying jobs become uh, a priority, this is something social programs would uh, perhaps help people to get jobs. What about the family units themselves? I mean, has that been addressed, you know, that people do come from broken homes and maybe they don't have a, a lot yeah, of the... Yeah, physical scar too. That's another thing too. Um, as I, I always say, it takes a village to raise its children. It takes a village to put a stop to gun violence. Right. We all have to come together and work together to do this. How do we get people's minds to change, or how do we get families to be uh, more responsible or keep them intact? I mean, this is something that's befuddled people for a long time now. Speaking, talking to the mayor, talking to the prime minister, um, talking to MPPs, all coming together, doing radio station interviews, doing TV interviews to get basically to see how everybody can come in and do what they can do. I see. And so uh, in the absence of funding, you're going to continue to do this and you're going to continue to promote the idea that uh, we have to get more social programs uh, available to the kids in these neighborhoods. Uh, yes. And we need to go start in the school system, too. But a lot of it could be bullying from, you know, kids in school getting bullied. Well, that's interesting because, you know, uh, we did have a thing called the school resource officer. About 75 schools had a police officer stationed in those schools, uh, and then that was discontinued earlier in the year. And some people, uh, it seemed most parents liked the idea, but some activists decided it was, you know, uh, maybe intimidating the kids or whatever. Did you support that? I didn't even know about it because it didn't happen in my kid's school, but I would support that. They need to, like, start with talking to the kids and um, doing more um, workshops for kids to help them deal with certain things and stress levels and um, stop, give, like, you know, be there for children. Stop, like, making them feel like they're not wanted or making them feel they're not able to come talk to you about issues that they have. 
Schools you know, need you... to be supportive. Schools need to be supportive. Mayors and people need to be supported. And we need to, as I said, we need to get to the root of the problem. What about the relationship with certain communities and the police? Do the police need to be supported? Do they need to be uh, criticized? How do we arrive at some something that, you know, uh, makes sense for stable communities and neighborhoods? Um, the police can get involved, but as I said, even if you get the police involved, they, they, the young youth are not afraid of the police. It's just going to cause more problems. That's why we have to get to the root of the problems. Well, that's a problem, obviously, if young people don't have the respect for the police, uh, or at least... Does, the, does, the, does, really, does the police have respect for the young youth neither, or do they harass them? Well, I don't know. You tell me. I mean, you're in the I'm neighborhood. Not I'm not. I'm, I'm not. My neighborhood, is, my neighborhood has no police in my neighborhood. My neighborhood is a good, quiet neighborhood, so... I'm not in Metro Housing. I live in co-op. Right. So we've never had that in our system. So I don't know. I've never had issues with the police. The police have been very supportive to me. It's unfortunate my kids were in a playground and they got shot. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the kind of thing that, you know, uh, it's confounding a lot of folks, how we get around to uh, making the most impact with the resources we have. And if the police are one such resource... How, is, how are they best applied? We just talked about in schools, the school resource officer is a good idea. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think you would agree with that. Yeah, and, that's, yeah that's a good idea. And well, it, you know, said, would you like yeah, more of a police presence in certain troubled neighborhoods, at-risk neighborhoods, or do you think you know the police are a problem and they intimidate folks? This is the claim anyway some activists have. Uh, do you think the police should back out and not have much, as much of a presence? Um, I think the police should do what they can. Um, sometimes they're intimidated. Sometimes it's like, as I said, I, I have no problem with the police, but other people, as the best people to talk to is the youth. Mm-hmm. Ask them what they feel. Ask them how they feel about the police. Well, you Especially know... young males. I understand. Uh, of course, the gangbangers aren't going to be too happy to see the police come around, but uh, there are a lot of others who feel safer for that. It's an ongoing concern. I'm glad to see, uh, you know, that you put yourself into uh, the front lines of the, um, the whole issue, given that it's touched you so so personally uh, and it's had impact on your family, your five-year-old and your nine-year-old and the seven-year-old that was grazed by the bullet. Uh, it's something, I guess, that, as you say, has been a life-altering experience for you, and I thank you for sharing at least your insights as to, uh, you know, how some people are having to deal with it. Thanks so much for your time this yeah. afternoon, Stacy. Take care and God bless. Bye-bye. And to you. Stacy King, again, is the mother of those two, and uh, they're still looking for the suspected perps. One has been taken into custody. He's been arrested, and arrested. This is Sheldon Aria, 21. And there were warrants for the other two allegedly involved. That's Taquan Robertson and Tarek Roden, both 23, facing charges of attempted murder, aggravated assault, and multiple gun offenses. And uh, that's a Canada-wide warrant out for those cats. Let's hope they, uh, you know, it's funny because there have been other people that they're looking for the police and they've got warrants out for them. I get confused as to which case they relate to now. There's a number of outstanding warrants. They're looking for alleged perps and various gun-related activity. I mean, it's been so frequent over the last several months especially. We're on a a pace to eclipse the uh, notorious summer of the gun. That's 2005. What do we got? 53 homicides so far, 26 by the gun in the city of Toronto to this point. And so it goes unabated. Somebody was killed in Oakville on the weekend on Rebecca Street, just east of Dorval Drive, sort of right central Oakville. 
just west of the old uh, the old core, the old historic town. Even Oakville. Yeah, I mean, when they get to suburbia doing this, it's not just something that's being visited upon these at-risk neighborhoods in Toronto, and uh, goodness knows where it'll end. doesn't look like we're headed in the right direction.